Hey, this is Zach and Troy here from the Spivey Special Podcast. We just wrapped up recording with Josh and Jordan Takamoto. Josh came back on the show instead of bringing Deb. He brought his brother Jordan this time. Yeah, we had some fun. We got to share some of our stories about being brothers. Uh, their age gap's a little bigger than ours, so... That's the only thing that's bigger than us. That's true. We're quite a bit bigger than them. You're very girthy. We've got some girths. Well, we had some fun. We talked about... Uh, Dancing. Taco Bell. Spirit animals. Judges. Turtles. We always talk about turtles. Did we talk about turtles? We talked about turtles. We always talk about turtles. All right. Well, here it is. Episode 68. Welcome to episode 68 of the Spivey Special Podcast. We got Troy in studio today. We're we're graced to have your presence here. Yeah, I was Zoom last week was kind of weird, but when you do it on a Wednesday night, you kind of just got to play by whatever rules you can. That's fair. Well, we've got some fun guests here tonight. Well, one of them's kind of fun. He's here all the time. He's like yeah. a he's like a regular. He, he's basically a spy bait probably at this point. I just want to say before we start, Deb, you look a lot worse than you did last time you came on. <laughs> oh wait, that's not Deb. <laughs> <laughs> We have Josh and Jordan. I think this is our first other brother duo to come on the show. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? We're excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you guys on the show. So I think we're gonna jump in. We don't we don't really know Jordan at all. No, we don't. We don't really know Josh either. He's just, yeah. He just keeps coming on the show. We keep coming on their show. He keeps, you know, ranking us poorly in brackets. You know how it is. We're going to have to talk about that later in the show. I did want to talk about that real quick. I don't want to interrupt <laughs> you guys, but um, I feel like you guys having us on when you did is payback for that moment because we're following your daughter, which was an awesome episode. <laughs> and it's like, we can't top that. So I, I feel like this is payback. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't... have Barack Obama next week, too. So <laughs> we're just doing a little sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, I just want to say that you made a pretty good run. I mean, we don't know you at all, but um, how you made it longer than the two of us, I'm, I'm not very happy about that either. Longer in terms of what? In the bracket. I think you made oh. it like well, three rounds. I think your brother was kind of fudging some numbers, if you want my opinion. Oh, no, there was definitely like money under the table. Mm -hmm. You want to open my books to see how much I gave to them. But, you know, I, I, I was upset with that stupid tournament, too. And I had to go up against two people. So that's kind of just, you know, I don't know how I was going to be, you know, two different people. So um, I wasn't thrilled that I lost, but uh, I'm surprised I made it as far as I did. All right. Too much. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of accusations about uh tampering there's, and stuff there's like still that. there's still bad blood so we yeah. have some people going back and you know kind of verifying that all the votes that dt got mm -hmm. were official but there right. were some weird dominion voting machine scenarios going I'm telling on you he's a catfish it was a QAnon thing too <laughs> i don't know it, it could be you know his we had his coach uh coach casey taylor on the podcast a couple weeks ago and he even said he's like i don't know what that dude did i don't know if he was on the corner waving a sign like please vote for me <laughs> So even his own co high school coach was suspicious. So I don't know, man. We like Daniel, but you know, he may he may have tampered a little bit. Let's go. Let's not go too far. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. he's okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> he just makes us feel better about our body types. That's for sure. <laughs> Wait a minute. Opposite. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we will get to know our guests. The Spivey brothers are always here, but who is joining them today? Who is it? Who is it? Sit back and let's find out together with Get to Know Your Guest. All right. For Get to Know Your Guest, we're going to start out with Jordan because he's new to the show and we kind of just met him on Zoom like 10, 15 minutes ago. So yeah, his brother didn't really let him talk much pregame. So we're still <laughs> don't really know much at all. So this is going to be fun. So we'll start with one of our favorite questions. Jordan, what's your spirit animal? Okay. This is your guys' favorite because this was my least favorite. I, I've never <laughs> thought about this before. I actually just Googled like one of those personality tests, mm-hmm. like, Hey, what's your spirit animal? And it came up with like a lion. Um, and anyone who knows me, that's not what I am at all. Um, so then I just start Googling animals and the only one I can think of that kind of, you know, seemed like something that I could relate to is like a giraffe, you know, I'm pretty tall, kind of aloof, kind of, you know, isolated, kind of, you know, it's just kind of out there. And, and then, uh, I thought of like that video a couple of years ago where you saw two giraffes fighting with their necks. And I was like, Oh, these guys are kind of weird too. So it's like, I, I definitely think, um, uh, Definitely the draft, like I said, a little aloof, the little weirdness, a little distant from others. But, um, you know, and I think when you go to a zoo, you're not necessarily going to see the drafts. Uh, but I think you're kind of you miss them when they're not there. So that's kind of what I decided to uh, go on as my spirit animal. Yeah, that's a sneaky good pick. They're like surprisingly fast. And I've seen them like fight off lions before with their crazy giraffe hooves. I don't know how I feel about all the lettuce they eat, though. I don't I think I'd have to pass on that. It's five dollars. Yeah, a lot of greens. A lot of greens. It's like five dollars for like two leaves at the zoo. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sucks because you guys <laughs> debunked my entire, you know, because none of this. I'm not fast. I don't eat a ton of lettuce, so you kind of just debunked my. I'm like back at square one. Maybe you could be like a giraffe, but he also eats not just she's chalupas. Okay, so like, it's like <laughs> diabetic, uh, diabetic half, giraffe, half lion, half giraffe. You can put animals together. We don't care. We do it all the time. Okay. That, that's what we'll do. We'll do that. <laughs> Perfect. Josh, spirit animal. Yeah, I did this. It was funny. I did the same thing Jordan did. I actually looked up one of those personality tests and it said a bear, which uh, I don't think was accurate either. So the more I thought about it. Uh, which bear did it say? Like a koala bear or a panda bear? That's a good, it, just, it just showed a picture of a bear. It looked like a black bear. So uh, you could probably pick any bear False. you want. Not, not going to be me, but the one that I came up with was an otter. We go to the beach every year. Like it's one of those sea otters. And those, those little dudes just float in the ocean, just kind of go with the waves. And I feel like they're just having a fantastic time out there. So I kind of like that. I feel like I'm pretty laid back and, and pretty easy going. So, uh, and I love the ocean. So for me, that was, that was pretty, uh, pretty easy. You make good pops too. I make, yeah. I didn't want to bring that up. I don't want to brag, but yes, I do make good pops too. Just like they do. <laughs> All right. Jordan, we'll start with you. What's your Taco Bell order? Jeez, again, another another tough, tough question. Uh, I don't go to Taco Bell that often. Uh, I feel like back not in- a good start. <laughs> what's that? It's not a good start. He's over no. there Googling what's on their menu. <laughs> so uh, I, I think I've definitely learned from past experience. You've just got to go with the value menu. So I, I'm pretty basic, crunchy or soft tacos and a bean and cheese burrito, no sauce. 
uh, maybe, maybe some uh, chips and cheese, but anything above a dollar and it gets a little dicey when you start getting into the rice, it, you know, stuff like that. I, I get a little scared. So I'm going to stick to probably two or three tacos and a bean cheese burrito. Maybe if I'm feeling a little weird, chips and cheese. Josh. Yeah, this is the question that scared me the most because I know Jordan wasn't a big Taco Bell fan, and I'm not either. It's been such a long time since I was at Taco Bell. In fact, when we would go to Taco Bell, I would go across the street to Adalberto's because I love oh. Adalberto's. Okay, give um, us your order there, then. That's fine. No, but I'll give you, I'll give you my Taco Bell order though. I, I okay. can remember. We want both now. Okay. I'll, I'll give you both. Not a on problem, our way sorry. to get twenty four. And if you could just like send That's us <laughs> a number twenty four from Eddie's through the Zoom somehow, that would be yeah. awesome too. Uh, we'll send you guys a gift card for both places to Perfect. make up for our horrible answer. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Addie's is uh, either a 24 or a California burrito. Those are my go-tos. And then for Taco Bell, I would get I would, uh, soft tacos. You know, back in the day, they used to have a chili cheese burrito. I used to, you guys remember that? I used to love that. I would mm-hmm. get that every time. I don't think they make it anymore, though, do they? I don't think so. No, anything good that used to be on the menu is no longer there. It's gone. Uh, dude, like the pizza. Pizza's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pizza's gone. Double decker's gone. Oh, I didn't know that. I used to get the double decker. I did like the double decker. So could be, you know, could be uh, soft tacos and some some nachos, like the nacho bel grande. But uh, yeah, this is the this is the question that terrified me. I'm like, well, they're never gonna invite us back again because uh, <laughs> we're we're not Taco well, Bell fans. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. I mean, <laughs> that's true. We're just adding to the resume. <laughs> now we just don't feel as bad about it. Yeah. All right. What is your go-to dance move? I had a couple drinks at a wedding, which is the only time that I dance at this point, other than to like weird wiggle songs on TV with the kids. You know, that circle's forming, you know, the circle's forming. The one guy's in there. He started the circle because he's dancing out the moves, but now you get pushed out into the center. All right. What's your go-to dance move? We'll start with Josh this time. Yeah. I'm not a great dancer. So I don't even have a, I don't have a go-to move. I should, it's definitely like hitch. I should be kind of sticking with the elbows close to the side back and forth. <laughs> there, there ain't no pizza there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you don't but need my, no pizza. They got food there. But my body's like, you know what, just go for it. So I don't really have a specific dance move. Um, I did still this move. I don't know if you guys know that comedian Ken Jong. Uh, mm-hmm. he did a special a little while ago and there's a, a movie. I, I can't really explain it, but he does this thing with his feet. I'll do that every once in a while. That's always a fun one makes me feel like I know what I'm doing, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of, I just kind of go with it, whatever, wherever my body takes me, there we go. I don't have a specific dance movement. Like I said, my sister's a great dancer and she looks at me sometimes. I'm like, I wish you would stop because you're embarrassing the entire family. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't dance too much. So I feel like I would be pretty good. Like if you're saying in this wedding scenario, I feel like I'd be pretty good seated, you know, so maybe (laughs) upper body only just like Mm -hmm. a shoulder thing. Um, But once you combine the upper and lower, like the coordination just doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, You look like a, you look like a giraffe fighting with your neck, basically. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, I want to give a better answer. So like a lot of times I'll take the celebrations from sports Mm -hmm. and that's what I'll do a lot of times, especially it's not necessarily a dance environment, but at work, whenever I do like a really good job, like I kill a spreadsheet, Um, especially this past October, uh, I'm a big Dodgers fan, and I know one of you is a Dodger fan. So whenever I do something good at work, I'll do like the Mookie bets, like the spank whenever you get second base. There you go. uh, luckily I've started doing that during the pandemic when no one's in the office because HR <laughs> yeah. would not be thrilled if I just walking around, you know, <laughs> at the coffee or just with this, this Mookie bet spank. So, you know, 
I'll, that's probably as much as I'll, I'll do dance wise. It's kind of those, uh, the celebrations from baseball players or, uh, football, football celebrations, but not too often. Did you see Jordan out there? He Tebowed like 15 <laughs> times. Is that all he's got? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going back to the LeBron. We get <laughs> it. We get it. You just don't. You it. don't have any chalk. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. So um, there's a TV show and it's loosely going to be based on you guys. Um, what's... We're going to say it's a sitcom. Because apparently sitting in upper body is kind of what you guys like to mm-hmm. do. So um, yeah. what's going to be your theme song? You, you, can, you can steal a theme song from an existing show, or you could just pick a regu- regular song, or you could just make up an, your own original song right now, which would give you the most points. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start. We'll start with Jordan. Oh, okay, um, I'm gonna go with "Middle Child" by J. Cole. Yeah, I think that there's a little bit of a, I there's a little bit of saltiness in in the lyrics of that, and I feel like that kind of embodies me. Because naturally, who's the uh, the mill the mill child the mill girl in the Brady Bunch? What's her name? It's not Jan. 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 Jan there's a little bit of Jan in me, so I'm, I'm like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It's Josh, Josh, Josh. <laughs> so I think there's a little bit of softness being the middle child. So I, I think uh, that's definitely gonna be my song because it, it embodies kind of uh, the saltiness that I just live with on a day to day basis. I could see the Jan. You look a little Janish. I do. And I have thrown a football at, at Marsh's face. And, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Josh. Yeah. You know, the first one that came to mind was a, was the theme song from scrubs. I don't know if you guys oh. watch scrubs, Okay, mm-hmm. but no particular reason. I just like that. I'm like, I would like, if I had a, a TV show, I, I would like that song to be the intro. You know what I mean? So nothing like uh, it wasn't as deep as Jordan's answer, but that was uh, what I came up with. I'm really excited for, jordan's answers to these grab bag questions just based on that answer for this last one so this guy has done his research but he can't research the grab bag that's in our head so we're really excited (laughs) when we get down there we got one last get to know your guest question what celebrity would you want to play you in a movie about your life we'll start with josh Man, this was, this was really tough because my favorite actor is uh, is Denzel Washington. But I think for a lot of reasons, that's going to be tough. So, he's, uh, he's a little older. Yeah, a little older. That's, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> and then, um, so man, I, I was really trying to think of something. I even asked my wife and she's like, uh, I don't know. Um, Brad Pitt. Okay. <laughs> like, sure, I'll take it. What do you guys think? Let me let me flip it on you. What, do you. what would you say looking at me? Who would you say? Do we have to look at you, though? You just close your eyes and pretend that you're looking at me. Yeah. I, um, I don't know that. I, have I don't know. Yeah. We, so, you have to answer the questions. We don't. That's a game. Yeah. I thought I'd try. Uh, let's see. I, only have, make I have just like enough the, energy to do the second half of the show. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, if it's just like some, just a, a movie, not, not uh, real at all. Like why not the rock? Like I'm nothing close to him, but that'd be fun. It'd make me feel good watching the movie. Yeah, it'd be one of those loosely based ones. Super loosely based. Yeah. And then when people see me, they're disappointed. It's like, oh, this is nothing like what we thought it would be. Jordan? Okay. I put definitely more thought into this one than Josh did. Um, <laughs> I like hey, this. Man. You know, I, I think, like I said, there's no no physical resemblance to the, these two, but I just think they their personality and the characters they always play, it definitely... Uh, 
embodies me. So I'm going to either go Jason Bateman or Adam Scott. Okay. Because I, I think there's a little Good bit call. of snarky sarcasm, you know, a little bit of a douchebag to both of them, but they're kind of, you know, quick talking and, and they can kind of, they can kind of be charming in their own little way. So those are definitely the two guys that, like I said, no physical resemblance, but there's some movies. And I think Josh would agree that like the Bateman character, especially it's like, Oh, that's, that's Jordan to a T basically, or some of the, the lines they would say. Oh, for sure. Well, sometimes there's definitely certain times where you're uh, Adam Scott from Step Brothers for sure. <laughs> there's definitely, definitely times like the fake abs and all that. Yeah. Have you had a carb since 2004? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no comments. Apparently I have not. Some doesn't go to Taco Bell. Bell. Oh. <laughs> all right. One more get to know your guests. Josh, we want to know about your new podcast and we want to know why we have not been on your new podcast. I mean, we already, you somehow fit us into the one about athletes. So I don't know why you can't fit us into this new one. We don't even care. That's a good question. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's Deb's fault. I've tried to get you guys on the podcast and Deb's like, no, not those guys. She says stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine for you guys. I closed my eyes again. I thought she was here. That was really good. That was really good. You like that? You like that just like dead on Deb impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> you just make some comment. About Maybe Deb should play you in the movie about your life. Hey, that's not a bad idea. I could see that. Yeah, she could just buzz her hair. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. So no, uh, we're definitely going to have you guys on. We want you guys on that podcast for sure. Well, tell us about the podcast. What's the yeah. What's the idea for the show? What yeah, made so you I mean, switch and create your second show now? We just, man, we just love podcasting. Just like you guys, we just love doing it. We love having conversations with people. And so uh, as much as we love doing the character combine podcast, which we're still doing, we're uh, wanting to expand a little bit more and, and be able to touch on some topics that, you know, aren't necessarily sports related and have guests that don't really, you know, always have a sports background. So, um, yeah. And the whole goal is it's like our favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You guys could be on both shows. You guys are like, you know, you guys are pretty we're dynamic. We're like overweight that. chameleons, basically. Again, that's something that Deb's called you. I heard her on multiple occasions. She's like, oh, the overweight chameleons. But yeah, yeah, we'll have them on at some point. So, um, no, it's, it's fun. And plus, you know, the, the, the cool thing is with podcasts, you get connected to people. So like whether you're listening to the podcast as just, uh, you know, as being part of the audience, or if you're interviewing the person, like everybody kind of gets more connected and we've seen that with our other podcasts. Um, so we thought, yeah, let's, let's do this and, and kind of make that the theme, get people more connected to the community and each other. And so it's been, it's been fun. That's what it's about. I think we're 14 episodes in and you guys will be on the show soon. I promise. As long as you don't have grapes in a colander again, I mean, we will definitely show up. <laughs> oh, I know. I, you know, I, was, I listened. I listened back to our episode with you guys on your podcast, and Deb was talking about all natural cookies and just all kinds of nonsense. I'm like, hey, let's not disrespect these men on their own podcast. <laughs> like, why are we talking about like almond almond flour cookies? And this is nonsense. Uh, she didn't get it though. This is awesome. I love her not being here. <laughs> I can just talk trash with like with no defense from her end. I mean, she doesn't really defend herself anyways. She's you're like, right. yeah, you're right. I do sound like that. All right. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're good and warmed up. Let's take this. a quick little break. And uh, we're going to share some brother stories now that we have two sets of brothers on the show. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Today's episode is presented by Clark's. Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. I love sheepskin. I do too. It should be on everything. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that remained at the heart of what Clark's does. 
From the very beginning, Clarks has always thought differently. Always. Brilliant ideas are what set Clarks apart. Mm-hmm. We're teaming up with Clarks and Podgo right to bring now. you up to 30% off on select items. Hopefully just these sheepskin boots. I love sheepskin. Including the iconic Clark's desert boot. Did you say dessert? Oh, it says desert. Oh, I thought it oh, said dessert. Okay. That would have been better. I we are like, going to the desert, though, so maybe right. I should get some of these boots. They look so good on you. So check out the 30% off on select items, including the iconic Clark's desert boot by going to podgo.co slash Clark's. That's podgo.co slash Clark's. Get your boots today. Hey, remember that thing? The moon landing. Jazz. Trapper keepers. Manners. Alf. Sunny D. Yeah, I remember those things. All right, for remember that thing, <laughs> we're going to be doing uh, some brother stories. So we're going to go ahead and start out. We got a couple different categories. I'm sure it'll get into something weird. Always. Uh, yeah. It'll be very um, professional and respectful because oh. that's what brother relationships are. Follow the outline to a T. Never stray. <laughs> That's why we come on here. You, know, you guys are by the book. All right, let's start. What is your earliest brother memory? Josh, I'm start Josh do you. you remember Jordan being born? I, What's well, the so age yeah. difference between the two? Seven years, right? Yeah. Seven years? Mm-hmm. So um, you better. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, yeah, this, this might get into weird territory because it's, you know, when we had our daughter, she's two now, but um, people were asking us like, do you even know how to change a diaper? I'm like, please. I have a brother that's seven years younger and nine years younger. So I've, I've helped change this dude's diaper before. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes it weird, weird for Jordan, but um, it was definitely prepped for when we had, um, when we had our daughter. But yeah, no, I definitely, the earliest, me- <laughs> the earliest memory I have of Jordan was, and I'll never forget because it was the craziest thing my mom was coming home from the hospital with Jordan and obviously he was in his car seat. And, um, my sister, my younger sister, who's two years younger than me was there in the back seat with him. And, um, I went around the car cause we all, we all went home together, went around the car to help with Jordan. And as I opened the door, my sister thought it would be fun to take Jordan's temperature. Right. So I see her approaching his mouth with the thermometer. Well, it was a rectal thermometer and she was about to stick the rectal thermometer in Jordan's mouth. I'm like, no, no, no. And so she's like, what? And so she, you know, she started crying because she, I shocked her so much. And um, so basically I saved Jordan's, I saved Jordan's life because he was about to, you know, have a booty thermometer stuck in his mouth. So that's literally my earliest, earliest memory. So anytime he gets mad at me or something, it's like, Hey, remember I, I saved your, I saved your life. Okay. Okay. Well, well, let's let's <laughs> calm down because I'm I'm gonna do my my earliest memory and, um, you know, it was uh, I, actually I to be honest I don't remember this but this is told and verified by multiple people including we'll, the person. We'll see. Uh, so we were uh, the whole family was was Josh watching Josh play uh, baseball and he was probably around eight so that would make me what like what one or two probably. Yeah. Um, and so my mom was holding me, watching Josh's game. Josh comes up to bat and he hits a double. Doesn't happen that often. So my mom gets really excited, jumps up, stands up, puts her hands up. And your boy Jordan just falls on the concrete, on the concrete. And it's just dropped because my mom is so excited that Josh has hit, finally hit his first double. So <laughs> although you saved me then, you also probably gave me CTE as a baby. So I, I think it, you know, it weighs out. 
Yeah, this dude complains about this stuff all the time. He's been hit in the head so many times. He got hit by a foul ball at one of my baseball games in the head as a, as a younger child. He's been dropped multiple times. And I feel very comfortable saying this. He's probably the smartest one in our family. So it worked out for you, bro. Don't worry You're about welcome it. welcome for hitting yeah. that double. Gosh. Exactly. <laughs> Again, I don't know why I'm, I'm the bad guy here. Zach, what would you say your earliest memory is? Well, our age, our age difference is like just over two years. It's like two years and two months. So it's my, my first memory as a person is him, him being born and me picking out a toy for him. It was like a, I think it was a big bird stuffed animal that I got for him at the hospital. It was the first memory that I have. And I regret getting him that toy. <laughs> I was trying to think about this question and I'm like, we partied way too hard in our early twenties. I couldn't. Yeah. Our early twenties. Yeah. Just early twenties. Um, yeah. I couldn't remember the earliest memory. I just remember that you and our neighbor, Anthony Vito, He's been on the show before. They just wouldn't let me play with them ever. And I always had to stay at home and like watch them through the window as you went to Vito's house. That's just what I remember just being the younger brother. But then we had a, we have another brother who's seven years younger than me. It's 10 years younger than me. Like, yeah, okay. eight, seven or eight years younger than me. And it was great to have a little brother after that. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> being a little brother for the longest time. But yeah, especially with that age gap too, right? Like, you could really mess, and you guys being so close, you can really mess with them. Oh yeah, he basically grew up though as like a only child in a way. That makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, he kind of does whatever he wants. He plays by his own rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next questions. All right, you know we probably all played sports together, Josh. You know they let him play every once in a while. It sounds like um, not at all in so- high school. You're out with your group of friends, either like, let's say the neighborhood crew or you're at school or whatever. Um, you're picking teams. Do you want to be on the same team as your brother or do you want to be on opposite teams? We'll start with Jordan. So I think the only thing, like I said, the, the age gap made this a little weird. So I think the only time we were in the situation was like post-college for or when I was in college, he was out, but for like uh, a co-ed softball league. So uh, I'm definitely going to say honest team because it's definitely, you know, we've never played against each other, but it's definitely, um, it's nice having them on the, my same team because our teams were typically bad and dysfunctional. <laughs> so like I could be at first base, third base, and I can look in the outfield and see what he's doing. And we can both kind of just, you know, have that, you know, brother brain, uh, brain length and just, uh, be like kind of throw our hands up and like, what, what's going on? You know, you have, you know, the pitcher who can't throw a strike, you know, the, the short stops on his cell phone. It, it's just, it's a nightmare. So I definitely think I like uh, playing with him because we're usually on the same uh, page when it comes to, Oh, this is a dumpster fire. And why did we pay 20 bucks to enter this tournament? You're the same level of competitive and you like recognize when, when you need to put in the effort. I like that. Yeah. Well, we also know too, just to Jordan's point too, we've been on a lot of bad teams and, uh, We've definitely, we know it's like, oh, it's going to be a good post-game roast after this game because <laughs> this has just been nonsense. Especially we've, uh, he's always been my, my go-to uh, for arena softball. We played arena softball because here's, here's the problem. We always had these, I mean, Troy, I think you umpired some of our games there. Like we had some awful mm-hmm. teams. Terrible. And they're terrible. <laughs> I was playing, I was playing shortstop. There's no worse sign that this team is, you know, that this seems bad, but um, we finally won and he was our pitcher. We won the championship that that tournament. And it's like, oh, 
you're stuck on the team now. But then he refused. I think he played one more time. And then after that, he refused. But he was also he would always like kind of leave the window open saying, hey, if you need someone last minute, if they if they bail on you, I'll do it. So he's always he's always reliable when it comes to that. So I would definitely be on his team as well. Yeah, I quit because I got drilled in the face with a ball. The line drive right back at me, just right, right in the dome, dome shot. And it's like, no, I'm not doing this on my Saturday at eight o'clock. I'm not getting hit by a drunk dude that's just, you know, twice my age. This is not fun. It was the drunk, awesome. The drunk dude was actually the umpire. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. Have you guys, um, you guys are big Office fans. Have you seen that that deleted scene where Michael? Uh, it's called I think it's called the Cup, where Dwight throws something at him. It's on you. I don't know if it's on YouTube anymore. But like he throws stuff at him. And he throws a stapler at him at first and he misses. He's like, no, something softer. And then he throws an orange at him and it hits Michael in the throat and he starts choking. That's exactly what it was like. Jordan just took one to the throat. <laughs> we didn't get the out. It was, it was brutal. Zach, what would your answer be to that? Because I know I have a certain answer. I think it depends on what the sport is. Absolutely. Um, if it's basketball or football, I think I'd want Troy on my team. Like if it's touch football or tackle football in the park or basketball just because we have some sort of like weird brother esp where like i know the route that troy's gonna run before the play yeah. i know we can run a give and go play even if we haven't played basketball in like yeah. six years Zach's like the best screener he just stands there and like all five guys are like dang it <laughs> i'm very good at goalie too yeah yeah he just sits down crisscross applesauce right there in the front just knocks everything out of the way now there's some ones I don't like being on Troy's team. I don't like being on Troy's team in golf, but I'm Ooh. always on Troy's team in golf. Yeah, because he very picks good me. At golf. Yeah, that's um, he likes being on my team. He just knows I, we're not going to win. I don't like being on Troy's team in softball either because he's way better at it than me, and I feel awkward. Like I'm older than you. I should be better than you yeah. at everything. Yeah, I think the inertia is your issue there. <laughs> I mean, you, once you pop the fun, don't stop. Um, a lot of times, though, growing up, like we would all the neighborhood kids like Zach and I would have to be on opposite teams because it's one of the things where like we had to guard each other. It's like we were usually uh, in most yeah. sports. We're pretty similar. That's how you always pick teams is you just pair up like you two are on opposite teams. You two are on opposite teams. And that's how you pick the fairest. Team. That's when a lot of our fights happen. We'll get to that later. But anytime <laughs> we would have to guard each other or, but you know, like when you're younger, you play those fake games, like, Oh, the shot yeah. clock's coming down. We'd always be like the Lakers or the bowl. I think we we're usually the bulls. Yeah. Zach was like Rodman. I was neither of us were Jordan. Cause no, we're, we're realistic. <laughs> It's like, okay, here we go. Luke Luke Longley. I'm I'm Tony Kukoc this time. (laughs) It's Bill Cartwright. (laughs) All right. So let's now that we're on the sports dynamic, let's kind of break it down. Um, who's better at which sport? And when did Jordan obviously start getting better than you at each sport type of thing? When was the first time like he beat you at something? You're like, okay, I gotta do something different. Josh. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if that's ever happened. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I bet you Jordan could tell you like the date and time that it happened. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I mean, I definitely played when it came to baseball. I played longer and I played a lot more baseball than Jordan did. So, I mean, in that sense, I don't think I don't think it ever got to that point um, where you were better than me at baseball. Here's the thing, though. We always joke. I think when it came to maybe personal success, I, I did a lot better, but Jordan won a lot more. I never won a championship when I was coming up through like pony ball. Jordan won a couple, I think. So, uh, my dad's definitely prouder of him. He's like, yeah, cool. You had, 
you had a couple of, uh, you know, one hitters <laughs> nice, but we didn't win the championship. Jordan at least won a championship. So, um, I'm trying to think what sport, you know, one sport that we, we play a lot is, um, when we go to the beach it's spike ball and, uh, those games get pretty intense. And I think there was a certain point where I realized, yeah, Jordan's probably, <laughs> Jordan's probably better at this than I am, <laughs> especially as you get older, it's like, I can't recover as quickly. And, I feel a little bit more sore the next day. It's not a great feeling. That's that's where that seven year age gap really, really affects me. Jordan, let's can you rebut that, please? Because we want like the <laughs> true like answer now, if you don't mind. Yeah, I you know I think the true answer is <laughs> I think we're just different players. So you know um, I, I think naturally I'm just like more of a precision athlete. You know, so I think when it came to baseball, I think no matter the level, I was more accurate. So I could paint corners. Josh just probably had more natural stuff. So he would throw harder. Um, and I think that's just the case for most sports where I'm just a little bit more finesse and, and precise. So a good example is we played tennis the other day, um, actually a couple months ago. And, you know, if Josh is serving, like he can smoke a serve and, and I can't handle it. But if I'm serving and we get into a rally, like I can I, I put the ball wherever I want. So I think that's kind of where it gets weird. Uh, you know, softball, same thing. Like in terms of hitter, he's a straight pull. He has definitely more pop and power, but uh, I, I can definitely go oppo. And I think I'm just a little bit more, um, I can place the ball a little bit better than he can. So, you know, uh, he's probably better in the outfield, but you don't want to see that guy on the pitcher's mound because it's just going to be walks and walks. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> That, that's what I'll say. I think we're just different, different types of athletes at this point. But uh, in terms of one-on-one, I can't think, uh, I can't think of anything that I've, I've definitely beat them at, you know, I, I was definitely more academically inclined. So if we want to pull up transcripts, I can uh, probably <laughs> get a, a clear victory there, but uh, not on the, not on the diamond, you know, he has a little bit more dog than me too. So he's definitely more aggressive and competitive. I agree with the academics part. He I'm trash with that. <laughs> Like I said, man, I didn't get hit in the head by a ball. What is your thought on that? Or would you like me to start? Why don't you go ahead and start? I've got a pretty specific story of the first time I remember you beating me at something. I have a list of who's better at what sport. Um, So you're better at baseball and I'm better at the rest of them? Baseball and softball, (laughs) I would say I'm better. Um, Basketball, organized-wise, I've played much longer than you. Yeah, because you had a really good team. Well, and I was this height in seventh grade, so I was the center. Um, I'd say you're better at golf, sumo wrestling, and anything with wheels is what I have down. I don't know how. I don't know who like the scientists bus behind those rollerblades are, but I'd like to meet them. Um, but yeah, football-wise, I mean, neither of us played football, really. I wouldn't say one's better than the other, but I think that's we're pretty similar in most athletic sporting yeah, I'd say that. that's pretty accurate i mean you're way better at golf and i'm probably a lot better than softball yeah we're pretty similar to anything else like we're okay we just you we match up we're, the, we're like the same height yeah we're i mean i'm, I'm definitely a, by yeah him. i'm definitely a different weight class <laughs> now you didn't used to be. no you used to be way skinnier yeah. uh then so, you got stung by all those bees <laughs> So the first time I remember Troy beating me at something, we played this game called, we called it hard hits. I don't know if Troy remembers hard hits. We were very young. It was like maybe seven and five or six and eight or something like that (laughs) along those lines. But we played this game 
the object of hard hits is you had to go from one end of the living room to the other one. And you had two other people. We played with three people. I think Vita was there too. The other two people were trying to hit you as hard as you could. And you just, you just tackle them as hard as you could. And most of the time you wouldn't make it to the other side because it was two people ganging up. And sure. Troy was the youngest, so he wouldn't do it very well. But he has this like weird switch that we discovered when he was like five or six. His eyes turn like bright red and his hair turns into fire or something like that. And he just gets this like fourth or fifth or ninth gear. And he just, it's like scary to be around. Yeah, it's not great. It's, it's an uncomfortable <laughs> level of competitiveness. And he would be able to just go through. And it, you wouldn't even like try to tackle him because it was like you would hurt yourself trying to get in the way of it. That's kind of like I remember like we used to like Olympic style wrestle just for like fun. Okay. But it got to the point where we'll talk about that a little bit later about fighting. But I just remember <laughs> one time I, I was like, I want to say like 12 and we wrestled and I beat Zach and he was like, oh, <laughs> not doing that again. But like I said, I was this height. I was five, eight and a half and sixth grade. He, he's just got this weird thing. He's something deep inside of him. Yeah. There's some evil in there and it'll come out when he needs it. Now we did until we were about like 10 or 11. But did you guys share a bedroom growing up? No, I didn't share a bedroom with. So uh, Jordan and my young, our youngest brother, Justin, they shared a bedroom and mine was right across the way from theirs, um, which was fun because I didn't have to be in there, but I could hear everything that was going down. It's like, man, these guys are going to kill each other one of these days. <laughs> and it's like somebody, somebody should do something and then, you know, go to sleep or, or walk away. But yeah, no, I think, um, no, I don't think I, we ever shared a bedroom. I don't think we ever shared a bedroom. I was kind of the oldest solo. So, but you, you have, you probably have some stories of sharing a bedroom with Justin. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, this one was tougher just because the age gap made it so that we didn't really share a room. If you want the one of my younger brother, I know because our beds were kind of side by side. So, and he's a little bit more like a more, he grew up more like a, not, not gymnast, but he would do flips and all that crazy (laughs) stuff. And so he was jumping bed to bed doing flips. And I know uh, one time he went from, I think his bed to my bed, did a front flip, but he overshot it. And so banged his head through the, 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 the wall right here. Oh and basically gosh. just had this in gi- giant, you know, hole in the wall for uh, quite a while. And, and so that, that's basically kind of what I think of when I think of sharing, uh, sharing bedrooms with, with siblings is him just kind of going just head first right into the wall because He's an idiot. So <laughs> we got a good head through the wall story, but that's a little bit later. It's probably a different episode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. We shared a bedroom. Um, we'd shut the door Monday nights, watch um, WWE raw to like 11 o'clock at night. Nice. Um, we'd play video games, but yeah, we had bunk beds for the most part until we moved to that Orangeville house. Yeah. So till like seventh grade for me. Yeah. I was fifth grade probably. Now, did you guys, did you guys enjoy it? Enjoy sharing rooms? Yeah. I mean, we've, it's just one of those things where you fight, you have nowhere to go. Yeah. Sure. We sure. like, like we're close now. But if you go on timeout, you're just in there with your brother. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we just, we'll figure out something to do. And then we just come up with some sort of scheme to get out of it. Yeah. It's one of those things like we, like we fought a lot. We didn't really care for each other at times, but we're pretty close. Like same way now we don't really fight as much, but we're still pretty close i think yeah. those thoughts brought us closer together probably all right now 
did you guys, was there one of you guys, you can use your younger brother too, um, an instigator, a wedge, and who was the brains? I feel like Jordan could be all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, the, Jordan's definitely the brains. He's also he's also the instigator because I, I've heard him make these little comments when you know someone's arguing or having a conversation. It's like he'll just make a comment, kind of drop the grenade, and then walk away. It's like there's no there's no reason for that, but he would just he just does it because I don't think he can help himself. Um, I always felt like I feel like I was a little bit more of a, the peacemaker. I know it's not one of your guys's. Uh, options but i felt like that was more of my role like i'm, I'm not gonna be honest i'll be honest i was a weird older brother like i didn't i feel like i'm not the stereotypical older brother where i was just constantly like, beating on him like now i look back it's like man i missed some opportunities but really um, did you know what i'm saying like i'm like <laughs> sh like shame on me what was i thinking but uh no like i think jordan was yeah i'm gonna say it man you're the instigator and you can you can argue that all you want but i think everybody in our family knows you're the instigator no, yeah, that's fair. Like, I, I take a page out of like reality TV, so I'm like that person, and you know, every reality show that kind of stirs the pot, and you gotta have that guy. It's like, hey, mom, did you hear what the you know Justin said to uh, Ashley over there? And, and it just you know, it creates chaos because I just like chaos. You know, my life's pretty boring, so um, yeah. You know, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't read the question very well, so I thought it was like, who's the instigator, and then. I thought the next part was like, did Josh give me wedgies and brains? <laughs> I thought that was like a noogie. So I completely, I'm not, I'm not prepped for this. <laughs> That's now. fine. Now that you brought it up, well, I want an answer to that question. <laughs> okay. Yes, I have, you know, cause I, I, maybe a wedgie once in a while. He, he's never a noogie guy. Um, no. He doesn't really look like a noogie guy. No, you know, it's not my thing. Wedgie for sure. I've done that. I did that a couple of times. Now, I, One time, I think I, I was I actually, I was our younger, youngest brother. I actually ripped his underwear. <laughs> I was like, oops. <laughs> That's not good. You just heard that. Shh, and then my mom's like, oh, you're dead. Like, why would you? <laughs> and, you know, it was like, uh, cause it was, he's pretty young. So he's wearing like the, uh, like tidy whities and they were a toy story. And he, so he basically, Josh basically ripped Woody in half because that's <laughs> basically what ended up happening. And it, like I said, yeah. it, it didn't go well for, uh, for Josh or I guess our little brother, but I don't, it wasn't too bad between us for the most part. I think we were pretty civil, you know, I knew my place. So what do we have down here for the wedge? This is something that we we invented for Troy. Okay. Troy, anytime that um, I don't know, I'd get alone time with my mom or my dad, and we're just in there watching TV. Troy would find a way to like physically wedge himself into the middle of it so that he would be the attention. Absolutely. Still the So we call him the wedge. My son does the same thing. <laughs> He'll like put his head right? down and like wedge his like physically push my daughter out of the way. But I was definitely an instigator. It was one of those things where I like punch sack and then I just go like kind of like, you know, slide at my parents' feet and he'd come and just clothesline <laughs> me and he'd get in trouble. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> so I was definitely the instigator. But I only get in trouble like half the time because my, my mom and dad knew that that's what he was doing. And you yeah. kind of just pick your shots as, a, as your older brother. Sometimes it's it's worth it. It's, Absolutely. it's like Mighty Ducks too. Five minutes, well worth it. And then... <laughs> He's going to push your buttons and you're just going to whack him right in front of your parents. And right. Yeah. Whatever. Now, I'm on timeout. It's fine. Hands up. I, I get it. Now yeah. on that one, did you guys ever have like a memorable fight? It could be verbal or physical, but we have a couple that I remember to this day between the two of you. I know the little age gap. Is there one fight that just stands out? 
It was, I don't know about you, Jordan. I, though it wasn't really a fight, but again, because there was that seven year age gap, obviously there's a, a point where the, like, there's really a huge difference in strength and size. And I think we were just playing around and there's, I don't know if you guys dealt with this with your younger brother, but there was a point where you don't really realize how much stronger or bigger you are than the, than the youngest one. And so you kind of do some stuff and then realize, Oh, that could have really hurt him. <laughs> and so we were, we were big into, uh, into, uh, wrestling as well. And I remember we were playing around and I kind of got behind him and gave him that, that Chris Benoit crossface oh. <laughs> and just pulled, pulled back and, uh, realized he started crying and was like, <gasps> and I didn't realize, Oh, this could actually hurt your throat. Oops. <laughs> And then uh, I got in a lot of trouble for that one because I went back into the living room and I saw Jordan with my mom. He's still trying to catch his breath from, <laughs> from what I did to him. I was like, okay, well, lesson learned. I guess that's not a that's not a move I should be doing. So I guess it should have tapped. He should have. He was too stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> he almost lost consciousness too. So I guess it wasn't his fault. <laughs> Jordan, do you have anything? No, you know, like like he said, I feel like uh, we definitely had more physical tension with our younger brother, both of us. Uh, but between Josh and I, like I think his, and you know, I feel comfortable speaking for him on this. Like his whole philosophy is he's has to be the winner of a fight because he is seven, nine years older. So he'll do whatever it takes. So in terms of like WWE wrestling, he had a certain finisher finishing move that would be pretty devastating he would do drop like kind of a 12 to 6 elbow on the thigh an arm and just to put that in context like if you look at the rules of like the ufc that's a legal strike so it's super bush league that something too too you know brutal for the ufc josh is just dropping on our, on our shoulder blades so you know he's definitely like i said with the sports he definitely has a little bit more dog and uh aggressiveness so um you know, we might get a couple of uh, licks on him, but he's definitely going to probably finish the fight and he's going to uh, leave some evidence that he finished the fight on, on our thighs or our arms. <laughs> well, that's like, that's like with our youngest brother. So our youngest brother is is definitely the most like naturally athletic and he's like six two, six three. He's just in better. He's been in better shape, you know, than us for a while. And the last time him and I got into like a playful fight, it wasn't even a, like a real fight. Uh, it was probably about five years ago. And we were wrestling around and I remember I was, you know, we were kind of, you know, going back and forth. And I remember I grabbed his arm and I grabbed, when I grabbed his arm, I just felt all muscle. I'm like, Oh, this is a different thing than the last time we fought. And then he really got the upper hand on me. And so then like Jordan says, like, I can't, I can't lose. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the fact that he's bigger and stronger. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to fight this dude again because this is not going to go well for me. But in the moment I took his, his pointer finger and bent it all the way back. So it would touch his wrist. And so he tapped, I won. And then that's the last time I fought him because like Smart. I said, grabbing his arm, like, oh, this is much different. Like, like this is a grown man now. I can't fight this dude anymore. I know my limits and that, I met him that day. Zach, what fight you got? It's gotta be the same fight. It was the last time that I remember actually fighting Troy. That's when we were living in Orangevale. We had uh, upstairs, we had this like bonus room and there was like one or two steps that you take up to get to that room. Um, and then we were, we were fighting. I don't know. How old are we at that point? I might've been in high school. It might've been like a freshman or something. And it was just different. Like we would fight and it was like, it was like grownups fighting each other. Like we're, we're throwing each other around and we could like actually hurt each other pretty good. And we're wrestling around and, uh, we rolled down the couple of stairs and almost down the rest of the stairs and like into the wall. And we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, I think we're done like forever. I think we're, we're not doing this anymore. This isn't the same. 
I have a different one. Oh, okay. Oh, I, all right. I have the one I said on my best man speech. We used to, so we had to either do the dishes or the pots. We'd have to split the dishes and then um, we'd play ping pong to see who had to do which. And like on spaghetti night, you don't want to do pots. Let's be honest. That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah. So every time we'd play, you know, we were super competitive. So, you know, whoever won, the other one would just basically throw their ping pong paddle at the other one running at the door. So that's one thing I do remember, but this one was like a, it was like a one to two hour fight that we had. Um, it was over the remote. I can't remember. Like I wanted to watch baseball. Zach wanted to watch uh, food network. I can't remember exactly what it was, but um, it was one of those things. Like he would get it, you know, he'd be watching. Then I'd come out of the other room and it was, we would never like punch each other in the face, but there's a lot of like body blows. Sure. Like just in the back as hard as you can, or like in the ribs or this everything. But was, I honestly think it was like a one to two hour fight. I don't know if our parents were home or my mom was like in the kitchen, like just shaking her head and her hand in her hand. When his dad getting home, it's like one of those things. But there was a lot of fights like that. But like Zach said, eventually we're like, this hurts. We're done. I remember yeah, pile driving you pile driving me in the grass or me like stunning you in the grass or something like that. What that was like last week, but um, we watched a lot yeah, of last week. <laughs> There's a lot of stone cold stunners, a lot of rock bottoms. Much of man, Randy Savage is my favorite wrestler. So there's lots yeah. of flying elbow drops coming Everywhere. at any moment. Hey man, same with us. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> our, let's, let's just say as our mom was not thrilled with WWE wrestling. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to the next one. Was there any, like, games you guys made up that, like, no one else, like, you would just play it and everyone would be like, yeah, that's kind of weird? Man, the only, only one that I remember is, I remember, so my, my parents had this playroom, so it was just this big open area where they had, you know, all of our toys. And sometimes at night, all of our siblings would go in there and we would put a bunch of sports balls in the middle. So you might have, a like, a soft Nerf ball, then you might have, like, a bouncy ball, stuff like that. And then you turn off the lights and everybody would just do like a, a mad dash to the middle and you would just chuck balls at each other um, <laughs> with no lights. So, you know, it was, it wasn't uncommon for you to catch like a, a bouncy ball to the, to the throat or golf ball, golf ball <laughs> stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a a football, a Nerf football. And so we would just chuck it, you know, and we all played, we all played sports, specifically baseball. So everybody could throw a little bit and yeah. That was always a fun, that was always a fun game until you heard the crash. And then mom's like, Hey, <laughs> game over guys. No, no more of this because, you know, blinds were getting, you know, bent and stuff was getting knocked over. So that's the only game I can really remember that we made up. Yeah, no, I think it was always, it always seemed like you would come up with games and it was like definitely a trickle down effect of what you uh, played at other friends house or something or on the playground. Uh, I remember when we were growing up, though, those uh, sock and bopper, the, the gloves you put on your hand, those were like a big deal. Yes. Um, you know, I, I think we played the, the similar game that Josh was referring to, but had those guys in the middle. So you, it's basically like Super Smash Brothers where you pick those up and you just start, um, you know, giving haymakers to your siblings. Uh, so th that's the only thing I could kind of think of is, is that one that, that you uh, referenced, uh, you know, earlier. But other than that, no, was, like I said, it was kind of uh, – a lot of games you heard on the baseball field from you or on the playground or other friends' house, and you just kind of brought them and adopted them and kind of uh, remixed them at our house. Yeah. Sock and boppers are fun until you're like old enough that you could punch through the air and actually hit somebody. <laughs> <Right>. Your hands <laughs> just land and 
<laughs> I remember the first time that we did that. I was like, oh, I'm not allowed to play with bass anymore. But it's like the yeah. opposite effect was like fighting Zach. Now you can punch him. You don't get all the way to the ribs. So it's like the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those things were no joke. I, I do have a, I, I can't share the story. Never mind. There was a story with the sock and boppers. Uh, yeah, I can't share. But yeah, they, it gets pretty wild. <laughs> it's pretty wild with the sock and boppers. <laughs> That's for our OnlyFans. We'll be taping that afterwards. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do that on the OnlyFans for sure. <laughs> Zach, do you remember any of the crazy games that we made up? That's, that's like all we did. Yeah. We had a lot of downtime. We were in trouble a lot, so we couldn't play video games or do things. So <laughs> we, we'd be like eight in the morning and be like, all right. My mom would be like, all right, you guys are outside until dinner. I'm like, okay. All right. Let's figure it She's out. Like put like the lunch on the doorstep. Like... <laughs> Like you guys are good. <laughs> All right. What do we got in the garage? All right, we got fishing nets and we got a baseball bat and we have like a rubber. We have like a bouncing ball. All right. We're playing fishing net baseball. Let's set it up. There get the go. bases going. It was perfect. We'll get the neighbor kids. I don't care. Yes. It's 830. They're probably up. So, yeah, we always That's had awesome. a way to knock on the neighbor's door, but we lived at like the base. So it was like a T and then a, straight across from our house was a cul-de-sac so like our house would be like home plate for whatever we played and like the people up the cul-de-sac didn't really care for it because <laughs> a lot of stuff's <laughs> flying up there we usually use like a tennis ball or a wiffle ball or something like that we wouldn't actually put well, a yeah, couple of times the, the foul ball pole is like their front window so one time i think we actually played with a baseball which was a terrible idea but <laughs> yeah. i don't think we actually <laughs> broke anything but yeah we'd make up a lot of games just Gosh, we play like cops and robbers, but like actually like tackle people and like just weird games. Like none of them should be played, but we had to make them up. Those are the best. All right. So I think we got one last one. Um, what lesson, Jordan, did you learn from your older brother's mistakes? And what did you not get to do based on his mistakes? Ooh. So Josh was a pretty good kid growing up. So like at least anything that any mistakes he made, they were made public to me. Definitely. Um, I will say, I will say now though, that he has a kid. I'm learning his mistakes as a parent and I'm just going to be very open to this right now. He's, he's raising a little tyrant. She's a tear. And let me, let me just give you an example. Cause um, you know, we, we talked to her via FaceTime or just face to face all the time. And, uh, you know, like he, I think he mentioned, she's about two. So she's learning to do words and, and combining words into sentences. Awesome. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a big Dodgers fan. And so he knows I've opened up to him and I've just been really vulnerable about how I'm very scared that Corey Seager is going to sign somewhere else next season. So what he's done is he's basically trained her to say Corey Seager's leaving to my face. And then when I try to get really upset and argue with her, he's also then trained her to respond, uh, pipe down or watch your mouth to where I'm being bullied by my two-year-old niece. And there's like nothing I can do about it. So I think he's made a mistake just parenting in general, because she's going to be like, like a really aggressive female Skip Bayless. And I'm terrified. I, I don't know what's going to happen because she just spits these hot takes that are just nonsensical and just drive me nuts. It's crystal clear too. She says it perfect. I'm so proud of her. I love her so much. Yeah. It's easy to say that from that chair, Jordan, but if you've got that weapon, you're going to use it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. No, I'm going to train them <laughs> to uh, respect their elders like Josh did to uh, his daughter. <laughs> yep. Um, but Not going to happen. 
<laughs> the second part of the question, um, what was that again? It was, what do you not get to do based on his mistakes? Was there something like he messed up so bad that like, yeah, Jordan doesn't get to do that. You know, I, I do think it, it was rough. Um, like I said, he was more of the accomplished athlete individually. So there were times in the summer where we couldn't take summer vacations because he was playing all stars. I like, I was, you know, kind of short and, and fat. So like, I didn't make the all stars. So I wanted to go to San Diego, Los Angeles. I wanted to do fun things, but no, we had to go to Fresno to watch Josh <laughs> in all star tournament. So there's that. Um, but to be honest, I think it would be the opposite. I think, cause like I said, Josh is really, he was a good kid. So I feel like he had the burden of being the oldest one. So there are a lot of things he probably wanted to do um, that because he had siblings that would want to do the same thing. He couldn't. So, uh, you know, he probably couldn't go to blockbuster and rent grand theft auto because naturally I would want to go play grand theft auto and start, you know, Merkin civilian. So that, that probably wasn't cool. So that's probably the answer I give. I know it's not, you know, what you guys wanted, but it, it probably flipped to where, uh, he probably wasn't able to do stuff because he knew, uh, it would be a bad influence on, on the younger ones. Yeah. They really held me back. They really held me back when it came to my video game playing, but I will say this though, this is, I guess one of the weird things was I, my mom wouldn't let me play football. Like I really wanted to play football, but she's like, no, you're, you're like, you're 95 pounds and you know, six feet tall. It's not going to happen. And then as my brothers came up, they're like, Hey, we want to try football. And they're like, yeah, go for it. Like, Oh, what, what, <laughs> what? And probably a good thing. Cause like I said, I, I can't afford to get hit in the head. Uh, there's not much going on up there anyways. So I gotta, I gotta maintain everything I have up there. So it's probably a good thing, but, um, yeah, no, I think there was definitely things I couldn't do because of, of, of having younger, younger siblings. And, uh, you know, what can you do? It's parents' rules. Now, I learned a lot from Zach's mistakes. Um, <laughs> this he, is my question that I came up with. I want to, I want to hear Troy's answer. That so um, Zach drove his first truck through the garage wall. Um, so I learned. They were cabinets. So it wasn't a wall. Well, yeah, I learned like when you park, you're supposed to stop before you hit the cabinets. Um, I learned that. Um, I learned how to clean up after a party when our parents were out of town. Um, that head through the wall story, Zach decided it was a costume party. Um, they were playing, I think they were playing golf or hockey and Zach fell or something and his head went through the wall. Um, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, so I remember um, we came home a day early and like he had all the trash still out. I think it was trash night the next night. It would have been perfect cleanup and getaway, but um, we came home a day early. So I learned, you know, you take all the trash to the neighboring uh, middle school and put it in the dumpster for when I had my party with only two people at it when you guys were gone, mom and dad. Um, so that's one thing that I learned was just whatever. Zach really didn't do too many bad things. Um, cause a lot of the time I would just be over at Zach's house anyways. So Zach moved out. Right. Yeah. I think I was like 18 or 19. So I would, he was 21. So yeah, right after um, I turned 21. Okay. So I would go over there a lot and we'd hang out and I wouldn't drink until I turned 21 myself, but, um, that's where I learned a lot of things at Zach's house. So that's my answer to that question. All right. Nice. Well, that was fun. I like talking about good. brother members. It's, it's a good time. Stuff. Yeah. Let's get into our favorite category. I'm though. getting warmed up now. I almost drank this whole lime green Monster. Jolly Rancher flavored monster, and I'm ready to go. Mm. I got some good questions lined up. 
We heard Jordan wrap three questions, which is he's the overachiever tonight. I hope they're not too smart. He seems smart. I know Josh just will be like, can you count to six? And I'll be like, maybe. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. But let's just get into it. Let's take a short break and come back with Grab Bag. 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 Let's get started with grab bag. We are going to start out with Jordan, the overachiever. He's got three questions, so he gets to go first. This might be the most questions we've ever had for grab bag, and I can't wait. It's going to be a long night, and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Okay, this is a this is a Takamoto uh, discussion staple. So uh, my first grab bag is going to be, what would you rather do? Uh, be in the batter's box and uh, get hit by an Aroldis Chapman fastball or go – into the middle of the football field, catch a pass and get lit up by prime Ray Lewis. I mean, if you can get away with double murder, I mean, I'm not going to mess with you. That's my first thing as a Ravens fan. I know all about that. I'm sliding to the left, sliding to the right, and I'm looking at the heavens. So I'm going to pass on that. I mean, I've been hit by a, not as hard as Chapman, but I've been hit by probably an 80 mile per hour fastball. I know it's like 21 more miles an hour, at least that I'm going to be dealt. But I think you could throw some ice on that. I think I might be cut in half with Ray Lewis. So I think more likely than not, I will take the fastball. Where am I going to get hit with the fastball? You know, not the head. So you're not going to die. Oh, no, that's fine. As long as it's not the head. I mean, I'll take the fastball. But like, could you imagine like he got hit like in the calf or something like that? It's like not. Oh, that would hurt so bad. Right in the back of the arm or the spine. Yeah. Yeah, that would hurt. Elbow. Oh, all of those. Just that's, but I would take the fastball in a heartbeat. I think that's the right pick. I, I, I want to say Ray Lewis hit, though. Ooh. But you, <laughs> I want to say Ray Lewis hit because I got the pads on. I got a helmet on. Do I get to hold on to the ball and tell that story? Yeah, sure. If okay. you remember it, <laughs> if you're <Yeah>. still alive, <laughs> what's the answer in your guys' family on that one? I feel like there's a right answer to it. And I feel like I picked the wrong one. No. Well, I think if I, if I'm thinking correctly, I feel like one of our siblings has an answer. And I think, I think our youngest brother says getting hit by Ray Lewis, if I remember correctly. And if I remember his reason was for the experience, which I think is an awful reason. So I'm um, saying if, if I get to hold on to the ball and I say, yeah, he like, hit me and it hurt, but I caught it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm going with, I'm going with the fastball for sure. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go with Ray Lewis. You know, I think I I wouldn't be able to stand in the batter's box ever again. I think I would be so mentally just shook that you know I'm not gonna be going across the middle on the football field anyway. So I'm gonna take the Ray Lewis and you know, uh, yeah, just hope maybe he aims lower than than higher. <laughs> Could you imagine though, even if you're not getting hit by a you're in the box against Chapman, that would be awful. I'd be so far off the plate. Oh, just dude. throw it'd be like, like rookie of the year where you're just like in the back corner and the ump has to tell you to stand in the box. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would be terrified. I'd be terrified. All right, Josh, what do you got? Okay, so if if you guys could develop or design uh, an ESPN, the Ocho style sport that you could compete in and just kill, what would it be? Probably can jam. 
Oh, I mean, I'm not the greatest at it, but I think that's something I could practice. My wife and I actually played today and oh, nice. we lost the Frisbee in the neighbor's backyard and they weren't <laughs> home. So that's where we're sitting at with that. But <laughs> I think that's what I would do because I've actually watched YouTube on Can Jam. I think I could hang at least maybe not the national level, but I think locally I could do well in tournaments. All right. So I like watching ESB and the Ocho. Yeah, it's super fun. Like I watch all these things yeah. all the time. Um, the rock skipping thing seems like something I could be good at, but the one I really want to do, and I think I could be really good at is the one where they go off the high dive, just like in their regular clothes and they just jump off. And like at the last second, they tuck into like some sort of thing, but it's all about stylistic falling to your doom into the pool. Mm. And there's, there's like big fat dudes doing it and they look like they're having a good time. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's just, I don't think they'd let They're you. They're wearing like jean shorts and stuff though. So it's like, really, I could do this. Yeah, If you haven't watched it, it's fascinating. I don't know the name of the actual sport. When was the last time you wore jean shorts? That's so much denim. <laughs> <laughs> just regular jeans, right? All of the denim. <laughs> Jordan, what are, I'm going to guess one of you guys are going to say spike ball. No, I would love spike. to do it. I'm not that good, but I would love to do it. <laughs> Jordan? Yeah, so you're saying we, we can make a... Uh, implement a game or an event for the ocho so a couple years ago probably like over 10 i saw on espn um like a feature that someone did like a crispy cream run where you do i I don't know if it's a half mile or a mile you pound a dozen crispy cream donuts and you have to run the back so another mile or half mile in under an hour um i don't do cardio and i'm I have kind of a weak stomach, so I don't think I would excel at that, but I'd love to try it just for the, uh, the experience. And you know, you get 12 Krispy Kreme donuts. It doesn't matter if you have to run to go get them. I'm so happy you brought that up because that was actually something I was kicking myself about not talking to you guys about when you guys were on our show, this Krispy Kreme run. So have you guys ever heard of that before? Where do we sign up? Yeah. Is it in North Carolina? I mean, yeah. I'm like already eating a dozen Krispy Kremes anyway. Might as well just run the mile. You got half the training done. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Yeah. And like I said, I don't know if it's still going on. I just, I just remember it. You're right. It's in like one of the Carolinas. Like that was like at least 10 years ago or something like that. But maybe I, maybe we can just set one up locally. You know, we run the event. There's Krispy Kremes around here. Partner it seems up like a perfect them. event for you guys. Like it, it seems like a Spivey Brothers, you know, event for sure. We might just do it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but we might go. we might drive the mile to Krispy yeah. Kreme, eat twelve, and then drive home. That's the way to do it. That's, That's our modified it. version of the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Josh, what is yours? No, I, I was probably gonna go spike ball. I love spike ball. Like I said, not that great at it. We actually went to a um, a legit, you know, like a, a official spike ball tournament in San Francisco. What, like five years ago? Mm-hmm. And Jordan and I were talking about like, man, we love spike ball. It's, maybe we should uh, sign up one of these days. And then we went out there and saw these psychopaths playing. It's like now we, we would be wasting our money and our time because they're <laughs> way, way faster, way more athletic. They look way better with their shirts off. Like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to this thing. Yeah. They don't even let us take our shirts off at the beach. So <laughs> we wouldn't be able to play. <laughs> All right. So here's mine. I'll start mine off. All right. You have two options. You're either stuck at the top of a palm tree on a windy day or you're stuck in an elevator on the 30th floor. Hmm. Either one could fall at any moment. That changes the game a little I bit. Do, I was going to say, it would have been the elevator for sure, but if it's if it could fall at any moment, 
I'd probably so take this, my chance it's, with it. It's pretty windy on the palm tree too. So you're like going back and forth, like tick-tock, tick-tock, or you're stuck in an elevator that's creaking and could fall any minute. Both of them is a high probability of death. So, I mean, you just have to pretty much guess which way you're going to go. I'm going with the palm tree because I feel like if there's a palm tree there, hopefully it's it's located in a really nice area. So at least if I'm going out, I'm going out in a in a beautiful spot. You know, elevator, it's just going to be a dark it's just gonna be a dark, uh, dark fall, which is not gonna be fun. So I'm going with the palm tree. Jordan. Yeah, I'm probably in the same boat. You know, you, you have a number of pros with the palm tree. So you get a tan, um, potentially you can, uh, nice weather, assuming like Josh said, we're in a nice area. I, I like to people watch. So you can pe- people watch the people passing by. I think the big con you said for an elevator on the 30th floor, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I've seen that movie, that M Night Shyamalan movie, Devil, where it's all low, uh, it's all shot in an elevator, and you have like a demonic like grandma come out and start murking people. That kind of freaks me out. So <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the movie. So I'm gonna stay out of elevators for a prolonged period of time, and I'm gonna hit the hit the palm trees definitely. I feel like I've seen enough movies to know how to get out of the top of it. Now I don't know that I would fit through that little door at the top of the elevator. Troy shaking his head no. Um, Are you even allowed to go on elevators? <laughs> by myself only um i think i would go palm tree though probably for the view i don't know how you're getting me to the top of the palm tree or why i'm at the top of the palm tree to begin with winch (laughs) (laughs) some sort of weird catapult but i feel like if that tree's going back and forth i got enough momentums that i can bend it all the way down and get off i think i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna go yeah you're basically like touching the ground (laughs) (laughs) just depends how gotta get up quickly so i don't get launched i'm going elevator just because i wouldn't i'd hate heights so i wouldn't actually know how high i actually am i think being encased in something i have a better chance if it falls to possibly maybe catch a break on the way down to where it's going to slow down where i'm and i'm inside something so i think i have a better chance of living if the elevator falls in the palm tree i think i'm at the top of a palm tree and i fall little flip game over unless maybe i land in the ocean but then there's orcas so i mean i might be screwed no matter what so you didn't tell me there's orcas i will go elevator you just said you're on top of a tree you know there's orcas (laughs) yeah (laughs) guys they're ready to flip you around like a seal all right waiting (laughs) what do you got what's your first one all right there's a scientific study done and we find out animals can understand us and are capable of critical thought which animal would be the best at math Jordan, mm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say dolphins. I don't know why. I just I think I've heard they're smart, and I'm sure they count all the stupid fish that you know swim by. So I'm gonna say dolphins. That's the best answer I've got. Yeah, I was thinking monkeys, just because of uh, like I've seen all those like Planet of the Eight movies, and they they get pretty they get pretty smart. So I'm I'm gonna go with monkeys. I just feel like they're gonna, you know, be up there as far as intelligence. This is a tough one for me, but I'm thinking I'm going to go squirrel. I don't know why. The one thing, uh, squirrels, they're kind of daredevils. You know what I mean? They go, oh, you're going to run me over last minute. They dart out of the way. So like that, I think the adrenaline and the fire them up. I just think they're really good with accounting with how many nuts they have, how much they need to get through, you know, the tough wet, the weather times. And I think squirrels just the right answer. That's a good answer. I like that. That's pretty solid. I think it, I think the correct answer is a lobster. 
but it wasn't Ooh. a rock. Because yeah. lobsters um, can actually live forever as long as they're not eaten by a predator. There's actually nothing in their body that makes them decay. So they basically have all the knowledge of forever. And I would really? assume over forever that you'd be pretty good at math. You would hope so. Troy's not, but I'm actually, that's one. You can say I can't read good and that's fine. All right. I can do math. All right. I can't. I'm awful at math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jordan knows. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Terrible. Right. In fact, our, our youngest brother, there was a, a time a couple months ago where he actually thinks Josh has like a learning disability. <laughs> like he's like, hey man, you can't make fun of him because like he has a problem, right? And I'm like, no, he's, <laughs> like he's being kind of like comedically, you know, hyperbolic, but it's like he's bad math. He's like he's having a learning disability, but our youngest brother actually thinks he has a learning disability when it comes to math. I made that joke one time and I didn't realize he took it seriously. Cause I, I told him, I said, I'm said, I'm pretty, pretty bad at math. Like I'm, you know, pretty close <laughs> to having some kind of, you know, disability. And I didn't realize like months later, he he thought that was serious. He's like, you know, like Jordan said, he's like, we can't really talk about that. Right. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you said like, no, I didn't mean that. I was joking. Like, I'm really bad at math, but not, you know, there's nothing going on there. It's just, I'm dumb. <laughs> All right, Jordan, hit us with the first question of the second round of crap. Okay, we're going to go back to uh, baseball. So let's say you are um, catching a 30-pitch 30, 30 bullpen of Josh Hader, but I'm only allowing you to have one piece of protective equipment besides your glove. So face mask, chest protector, cup, or your uh, shin guards, whatever those are called. Which ones are you guys taking? Josh? <sighs> I'm going to take, take the face mask because I think – my first thought was the cut, but then I'm like, well, I could just turn my legs to the side and uh, protect that area. So I think the face is going to be a little tougher because I'm going to have to look at the ball. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with face mask and then hope everything else works out. Now, is it a sunny day? Is he throwing um, with the sun behind him? You know, it's, it's Milwaukee, so I don't know uh, what the Probably weather is like. Probably a cloudy day. That yeah. ball could get lost in the clouds. So that's it's pretty nasty, a lot of movement. I'm not going to go cup. Like he said, I'm going to just protect that area really well with the glove. Um, mask is a good choice, but I think I'm going to go shin guards. Oh, okay. bail, anytime the ball's in the dirt, I'm bailing out of there and I'm just going to like <laughs> block it with my shin guards because they cover the toes too. So you got your legs covered, but oh, could you imagine if like you that slider or something just hits you in the chest? Yeah, I want no part of that. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna. But I think I'm gonna go shin guards. I think is the right choice because I'm not gonna be hanging in there very long on anything. I think I'm gonna go with uh, knee savers <laughs> because it's 30 pitches, and I don't know that I can stay down in a crouching position that long. You can stand up each time in between. I don't know <laughs> that I could do that. That's like 30 squats. I'm not doing 30 squats. No, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Knee savers. It actually reminds me when I was, when I was, younger, we didn't have knee savers when I played and I played oh, really? catcher. I didn't see, I didn't, they didn't let me play catcher. So I always wonder what the knee savers would be like, but never got the chance to use them. My dad would never get the, the ones with knee savers. So I don't know why that is, It must've been because he didn't like me as a kid or something. I don't know, but he never, he never bought those or, or got hates those. knees. Always has <laughs> yeah. exactly anti-knee. I, yeah, I actually hit my dad in the foot when he was catching me like on a Sunday afternoon when I was, he was just, you know, we were practicing and I was pitching. I hit him in the toe and it 
permanently, like even to this day, that was back when I was like 12 to this day, his, his toenail is still purple. So like you should probably get that checked out, but it looks like he's got just like a, like a, I don't know, like a Jolly Rancher stuck there and just like a purple Jolly Rancher. Like I really did some damage to that toe. And then he started wearing steel toed boots to catch us. <laughs> well, that's what I'm like, saying. Like in little league and even in high school, I mean, it's okay. As long as you sit him down with a mask and a glove, I'm always thinking to myself, I don't know if that's right. That's going to, all in the dirt. Oh man. Yeah, it's not gonna feel good. All right, Josh, you're up. Second okay. round. Make sure I get this one right. Okay. Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? I think we had a question similar to this already. Oh, and did you really? Dang. That's the classic Reddit question. So that's where I got it. Yeah, I did steal it from Reddit. <laughs> Go ahead, Zach. I think the I think I would rather fight the one horse-sized duck. Oh, okay. I'd be scared of the numbers, and I don't like a hundred of anything that I'd have to fight. I don't. I don't think I have the energy for that. Well, I think too. You I'd rather take my chances with whatever the thing is. I mean, horse, you they're very similar, you know, in girthness. So I mean, it's like basically one-on-one. It'd be something that would be in your weight class, anyways. See, I feel like I could kick like 15 duck-sized horses, but then there'd be like 85 of them left, and I'd be like out of breath. I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with a one horse-sized duck. I think that's the right choice. It's just one-on-one, and especially if it's a cage match, you know, you could use the opposable thumbs for your advantage. Jordan? Uh, you know, I I I'm going to be honest here. I've been attacked by a bird, a blue jay specifically. So I'm, I've been, I'm a victim. And so I'm just going to avoid the duck. And also Josh had a science project in middle school where he had to raise a duck and that thing, it was cute for like the first couple of weeks. And then it turned into a real douchebag. Um, <laughs> Wait, the, the Josh or the duck? Both. <laughs> I, I taught the duck. The yeah. douchebag ways. <laughs> to the point where like we would have like a slip and slide and we'd go and then the duck would come while we were still on the ground, start like pecking at our back and it, it hurt. So I'm going to go with the, uh, like I said, I've been attacked by a blue jay and been attacked by quackers, the duck. So I'm going to go with the uh, hundred horses. Yeah, I think so. I'd probably just the, I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge duck. It's a huge duck size of a horse. So I'd probably go. And I feel like birds are just nasty in general. Is have a there's a different different creature. So I would definitely I would take my chances against the little horses, which then you think about it, it sounds awful. I'm not a huge <laughs> horse guy, but it's just kicking punting these horses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So still, I mean, I like little... duck ducks aren't small though. I mean, that's still a decent size. But I think yeah, yeah oh, I guess a horse that size isn't really gonna do much damage though. But a hundred, that's just a lot. Yeah, you'd have to be uh in for the long haul for sure. But yeah, that duck, that just, that would creep me out seeing a duck that size. All right. I have one last one. It's an animal. I usually bring an animal to the party. Um, Are they in a cage? No. Wow, no cage match this week. Huh? No. All right, here we go. All right. So you're in the middle of an island and you have to get from the middle of the island all the way out to the water. Okay. It's a decent sized island. And there's three things chasing you and you have to. Which one would you rather have chasing you? Okay, you accidentally stepped on a honeycomb and you killed the queen. So you have this herd of bees. Um, there is a pissed off rattlesnake 
or there is a bear that just woke up from hibernation. Those are the three things. Which one would you rather have chasing you? And that's tough, man. That's tough. Cause I, I really hate snakes. So I would, that would really, uh, that would really bother me. And I know I should probably say bear cause the bees, I mean, that would suck, but I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the bees. The bear would be terrifying. Like I'm not going to, I don't want to get ripped apart by a bear, but I really hate snakes. So I'm going to say snakes. No, which one would you rather have chasing you? So oh, the bees? bees, bees then. Yeah. 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 Bees, bees. So to go bees, bears, snakes. I think so. Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. I've seen the revenant. So the bears automatically off the table. Um, as far as the snake, I feel like the bees, if we're trying to get to the water, it's a big Island. It's a big Island. Okay. Like New Zealand size Island or like it'd take a normal hike, uh, hour and a half. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm just going to say, I, I want the bees. Cause you know, I think, you know, rattlesnakes, they're, they're poison, the venom. It's like that, that could be fatal. The bees I'll, I'll be able to, you know, I might be a little bit more bloated and, and swollen than normal. So I'm also on the doughier side. So I might, you know, have a little bit more fat just because if they, if they attack me, I'll, I will swell up, but um, I'm going to take the bees. Not, I'm not too worried about them. I think I'm going to take the bear. I think that's the safest bet. He's a little groggy. Really? He just mm-hmm. woke up from hibernation. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's hungry. He's probably, well, he's definitely hungry. Bears can climb trees. I'd be a very chewy snack. I don't know that I'd be that needy. Yeah, I think. But I think if it's a mile and a half, that's a lot of bee stings. Yeah, because you could die. And being chased by rattlesnakes is like one of those recurring nightmares that I have where you just can't move your legs fast enough. And the the rattlesnakes are always gaining on you. Have you ever moved your legs fast? Yeah, Yeah, it was 1994. Oh, yeah. Um, Crispy Krispy Kreme run. <laughs> and I think the bear would get tired and bored of chasing me at some point. Yeah, you have to hope. If you, if you survive the initial onslaught. You'd have to hope like a bison was also on the island. You'd be like, oh, I could probably have a better chance at that. Good call. Or the bear saw me step on the honeycomb and then it's eating the honeycomb. Win, win, win. Then I'm free. I'm home free. But then really I have to run a mile and a half. And then, then my heart will be my only, my only weakness at that point. That's true. I don't think there's a right answer, but I think bear, I think you have the best chance. No bees. You definitely have the best chance unless you're allergic <laughs> to bees. That'd be a huge, it'd be a huge inconvenience, but you think if you got stung by a thousand bees, you'd be all right. You think it's if I got hurt. attacked by a bear, I'd be all right. <laughs> you're not getting attacked because you're going to get away. You think I'm going to run away from a bear? I don't think he's going to chase you. He's like, oh, man, look at that wounded. Is it downhill to the water? (laughs) Well, I mean. Because that's the safest way to run away from a bear. That's true. No. It's all uphill. Ooh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm in trouble. I feel like the bear just just has to wait you out, right? It's like the bear can just kind of chill. It's like eventually that person's going to pass out or or trip or something. And I'll just kind of like, you know, relax, you know, just kind of relax on my way up the hill. So, I think the bees might get tired too, though, chasing you. You think so? Go check on the queen again. That's true. After That's like true. a mile. Yeah. <laughs> but so, but so, what's, what's stopping the bear from once you get to the water, just attacking you in the water? 
You're safe once you get to it's like base. It's okay. Oh, okay. base. Okay. okay. Like freeze time. <laughs> yeah. Freeze time. Sorry, bear. I made it. Look, one foot in the water. <laughs> the bear's like, nice, good game. What can you do? But snakes Touché. are definitely, it sounds like snakes are definitely, you know, like yeah. I said, I, I no one wants to mess with snakes. No. Have you guys seen that video of the iguana being chased by the snake? Mm-mm. Uh, it's, it's amazing and terrifying all at the same time. It was like in the Galapagos islands and it's, they, you know, shoot it in a way that's, you know, really, you know, cinematic. And it's like, this iguana is just chilling there. And then all of a sudden all these black snakes just come out of nowhere and try to, you know, attack him. And then he escapes. Yeah. I would definitely watch that. And then watch the version where Marshawn Lynch narrates. It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Zach, your last, your last question for grab background two. All right, this one is labeled the judge question. Mm-hmm. So we have four scenarios. You have to pick which one you would feel the most comfortable doing and which one you'd feel the least comfortable doing. These are all judge scenarios. First scenario, you're a Supreme Court justice tomorrow. Number two, you have to be the direct replacement for Judge Judy. And it would be like the Judge Judy show featuring Zach Spivey. And you're the one that has to fill her shoes, right? Directly after. Number three, you're Judge Dredd. You have to be a following the law, crazy vigilante cop upholding justice. And the last one is you have to be the mean judge on a kid's singing show. Which one would you be the most comfortable doing? And which one would you be the least comfortable doing? I'll start. I, I would be the mean judge in a heartbeat on a kid's show. I don't care. You can't <laughs> sing, Betty. I don't What are you bringing that weak stuff. Give me a better rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. I think second, I'd be fine being Judge Judy featuring Troy Spivey. I think that I could come up with some pretty good. I know people have been on it. So, I mean, already oh, really? in there. Yeah. Zach's good buddy actually was on the show. Um, uh, the least one, those other two, I don't really know enough about Judge Dread, yeah, I don't know much about him, so I wouldn't be very comfortable. Supreme Court, I wouldn't be very comfortable either because I don't know laws <laughs> or like any, I'd have to like research a lot. Be Judge Judy, I don't think you really need to <laughs> bingo, bango, bongo, five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. Yeah, uh, I, no, I'd probably do the kids, the kids show too. I think. Um, the other ones, I'd probably go the kid show, then Judge Judy. I everything inside me wants to say Judge Dredd, but I'm just not that manly, so I, I couldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. But I would definitely feel more comfortable attempting that than you know a Supreme a Supreme Court justice. I'm with you, man. I think everybody would be in trouble if I was on the bench. That would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, the kids thing would be. I think it would be. It would be funny, at least for me, and I think funny for people that. Uh, Thought that person couldn't sing too. So as a father, you'd be able to go up there and tell some eight-year-old girl that she was terrible at singing and she needs to like reevaluate her life or something. Like I'm talking uh, about like a really mean judge, not like Simon Cowell. I'm talking like absolutely. Ain't my kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean it would. That's a good point. I mean it yeah, would. Maybe, now you're now you're having me change my mind because I don't know if I could, if it had to be really mean. I can yeah, I'm talking you like really you mean. You could do it. You could do it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Maybe, okay. You know, you've changed my mind. Maybe judge Judy. I could probably do that a little better because I think you could be a judge and on the, one of those shows and do it like, a, try to do it in a funny way uh, and also be critical. But if it just had to be mean, I don't know. That, that might, you're right. That might be a little tough for me. So maybe judge Judy first and then 
probably that one in a second. I think you'd get used to making little kids cry. <laughs> I mean, at first it'd be like, oh my gosh, that kid. Right. I feel awful. But I mean, eventually you'd be fine with it. It's like this was their choice. They didn't have to come on this show. They came, they came into my house. So and, and sang that awful song. So I and you know what you think about it too, that would actually probably boost our podcast ratings too, right? There's like a whole group of people out there be like, you know what? I like that guy, I like the way that guy rolls. I'm gonna listen to the podcast. <laughs> so you know what? I don't know. I'm going back and forth, but yeah, I'll probably get any attention's good attention. That's right. That's right. Jordan. Yeah, no, I'm definitely I, I have no problem making fun of a child. So that's definitely the one. <laughs> I, like, I, I'll, I'm probably gonna do that at some point tomorrow. Um, and, and just going back to what Josh said, like I think Josh's problem would be saying it to the kid's face, but you get that like one-on-one interview either off to the side or when the kid leaves the room, I think he would be much more readily available and, and eager to make fun of the kid. He just couldn't do it to her face. Um, but with that said, I, I have no problem making fun of a kid. I make fun of kids, like I said, for any other reason. Um, second would be probably Judge Judy because, again, you're kind of making fun of kids that never grew up. Um, and then third would probably be the Supreme, Supreme Court Justice one. Again, I don't know laws or anything, but um, – the last one's definitely the vigilancy one. Like I'm not a tough guy. So, you know, you know, I shop at J crew. Like I'm not going to be a vigilante. I'm like, it's not in the cards for me. So. All right. We have one. Oh, Zach, you answer this one. Well, you wrote it. You better have a good one. I think the one that I would pick is Supreme court justice, because I think I could get away with that one the longest because there's nine people you're basically just agreeing with a certain group of people right now. It's pretty political too. So you just kind of like, all right, I'm on these guys said I could invent, I could probably write something short about why I feel that way. I could be like, uh, like in the thirties where like, yeah, that's not our job. That's my, that's my opinion piece. We shouldn't be ruling on this one. Sorry guys. Let's move on to the next one. I think I could pull that off. I don't think I'd be a very good replacement for Judge Judy, and I feel like the show would get canceled right away, and I'd feel really bad. Yeah, they'd have to reinforce that bench, that's for sure. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like <laughs> the only thing keeping syndication alive right now is that is that gig. A lot of people would lose their job, so I'd feel bad. I don't think that I could successfully make fun of kids to their face. As much as I would say that I, I could to other kids, it, at some point, I don't think I would be, I'd be able to do that. And I'm just not in good enough shape to be the to be Judge Dredd. You could be uh, Uncle Phil. I could be Uncle <laughs> Phil. That is definitely a judge. You could there fit you the robe up. <laughs> or Beverly Hills Ninja or have something. have to be like a <laughs> cow king yeah. sheet, fitted sheet as your robe. I'm just saying I could be a Supreme Court justice and I could get by longer than I could at those other ones. And you, you brought a good point. You can always, what, that, that's the, uh, those guys can always abstain, right? So you don't have to agree, disagree, you abstain. And you could just, you know, <laughs> live, live off that. That guy just keeps abstaining. You just be non-confrontational yeah. or like, yeah, this isn't our jurisdiction. We shouldn't be doing this case. That's my opinion. No opinion on anything. <laughs> nope. <so. laughs> All right, Jordan, you're the only one in round three. You got the last question of crap. Okay. Um, you know, I heard, I heard your podcast, a couple of your podcasts have prepped for this. I know you guys are big TV guys, especially The Office. So what fictional TV character would you want on your podcast? On our podcast? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Josh, you want to answer while we think? Who do you want? 
Well, like you said, a big fan of the office. I think I would love to have a conversation with Michael Scott. I mean, I think the nonsense that would come out as Michael Scott though, as Michael Scott, and you just have to be okay with the fact that you have no control over the interview and you just got to go with wherever, wherever he takes you. Cause it's going to be all over the place. So I, uh, yeah, that would be, I, that would be amazing. We'd for sure be able to get date, uh, Deb a date in that case with Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> date Mike. Nice to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> I like your eggs in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I would go uh, Doug Heffernan from King of Queens. Cause that's my guy. I love okay. Kevin James. He's my favorite. Yeah. He's a delivery guy. I'm a delivery guy. We both like to eat. We like beer and wings and we play softball and, that's one of my favorite episodes. He pretends he's a lawyer at his wife's place and they bring him a limo to the games because he's so good at softball. It's pretty funny. Well, I think sticking with the office, I think that we get Ryan and Creed on and we'd have the most intense game of grab bag ever. <laughs> I think Ryan would make it super awkward. And I think Creed would have like the craziest outlandish answers to the questions. That's good. I feel like that. I think that dude's really like that in real life too. I think Creed's really Creed from the stuff that I've I've read and interviews I've seen with him. It's like, oh, this is, he's not acting on the show. That's him. I think Phyllis would be interesting. <laughs> Make it a little Bob. raunchy though. Yeah. Phyllis and Bob, they take a little break in the middle of the podcast mm-hmm. and don't come back for like fifteen minutes. Bob's fries are warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's all we got. Thank you guys for coming on the show. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. One of the longer ones we've had in a long time. We had a good time. Yeah, we had a great time too. That was fun. All right. Do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Where can we see you guys on social media? Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, it's just at Jordan Takamoto, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, for us, it's uh, at both our podcasts at character combine on Instagram and then at connectable podcast on Instagram as well. Uh, yeah. Check it out. Sure. Where can people find us? You know, probably on Google maps, most of those pictures have you in them, but like for our <laughs> podcast um, at Spivey special on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the old TikToker. Um, where can they check out our website that you put together? It's Spivey special podcast.com. You can listen to the show. You can see our crazy recipes. You can check in on our brackets. You can donate to the show if you're a real cool cat. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it right now. I heard Josh is doing it right now. I could see him doing it. Yeah. Thanks again, mom. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we we really appreciate you guys coming on. It's kind of a last minute. Deb's busy. All right, good. Let's book these two. Um, (laughs) Now, let's, let's be honest, though. If Deb had a sibling that was available to podcasts like we wouldn't have gotten the call right it would have definitely been deb without a doubt yeah i get it that's fine oh you know, <laughs> oh, you know I, I didn't ask you guys this last time sorry i know you guys are trying to wrap up i do have a question for you so and i should have made this a grab bag question but it's a little bit of a setup when i was going to sierra college i was in their cafeteria in the restroom in their cafeteria and so i was at a urinal this dude walks in into the urinal next to me he's eating a sandwich which is disgusting to me but then he takes it to the next level and he takes the sandwich and he sets it down on top of the urinal. Oh my God. <laughs> that is bad. And then he picks it up again and takes a bite. No joke. Is Now you guys being food people, would you do something like that? Like, would you be able to do that? I, there's no way I could do it. No way. 
Well, for one, there's no way between us a sandwich would last that long. So let's be <laughs> honest. If it's like more Fair than enough. like four steps to the restroom, it's gone. But that's if a little there was much. like a subway in the restroom, that would be the only scenario. Like the walk from the counter to the bathroom, the sandwich would be gone. Yeah. See, the only thing that's like maybe somewhat is like if you, I guess like at a ball game or like at a casino or something, you bring a beer in there with you. But even that's a little much. You leave that on the counter, I guess, by the sink. I don't even know. There's no good way to do that. But even that's in a cup, right? Like this dude, there was no like no napkin on the sandwich, no wrapping. It was literally just the sandwich. Put the bread down on. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. He put the bread down on the urinal <laughs> and like, okay, he's done with it. And then he picked it up again. and took a bite. Like this man brought his lunch in. Like, I don't even want to bring the sandwich into the bathroom in the first place. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just not that dedicated to food. I like, food. I think that that's much. how COVID started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that guy in the urinal? Anyways. All right. One last thing, Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Later.